Hi, welcome to the Namas Teach podcast. My name is Tisha Smalls Brown, and normally I record this podcast with my sister friend, Jen Savage. Jen could not be here today, but she sends her love to us and uh, encouraged me to record an episode. So here I am recording. Okay, this is our first official episode of the Namas Teach podcast. And uh, those of you who listened to the intro episode last week would know that this podcast is geared to teachers, those of us who work in the teaching profession. Uh, It could be public schools, private schools, higher education, just those of us who, who teach, just as a reminder, just to check in with ourselves and just uh, to have a place to come and learn new things and just be a part of the community to support one another. Because teachers, as teachers, we need that support. So I'd just like to share with you uh, a little bit about what's going on. Today I had the honor and the privilege of teaching my first meditation class it was a class that was that was uh geared to teach teachers the gift of meditation but not just teachers those of us that are in the professions where we care about others and care for others daily in our work a lot of times that work can leave us depleted and just tired and emotionally drained compassion fatigue is real so I wanted to offer a class to help those of us in in those helping type fields just to check in with ourselves and to give ourselves love and remind ourselves that we are worthy and we give so much to others that we have to give back to ourselves. So this episode is going to be a little short, but I just wanted to share with you a book that I got today. It's called Happy Teachers Change the World, and it's by Thich Nhat Hanh. It's a, a book that I discovered last summer at a Mindfulness for Teachers retreat, and I said I wanted to eventually buy it, so I got around to ordering it. In fact, I ordered it yesterday, and it came today. So I wanted to read a little bit from the book because... A lot of the topics and the articles and the essays and the the words of wisdom that that Thich Nhat Hanh imparts through this book, Happy Teachers Change the World, it really can serve as like a guide for us in what we do. And as I was reading this, the part that I decided to read today, I just thought, wow, it kind of sums up what the purpose of Namas Teach is and why uh, Jen and I decided to create this podcast for you. Okay, what I want to read today is called Letter to a Young Teacher, and it's written by Thich Nhat Hanh. Dear colleagues, I'm a teacher and I love my job, and I know very well that you love your job too. All of us want to help young people to be capable of being happy and of making those around them happy. Our mission as teachers is not to transmit knowledge, 
but to form human beings, to construct a worthy, beautiful human race in order to take care of our precious planet. I'm very fortunate because the people, especially the young people with whom I work and live, have the same ideal. They want to learn to transform themselves so they can live happily and help others live happily too. So every time I walk into my classroom, there is happiness and mutual understanding between teacher and student and a brotherhood and sisterhood, which makes the work of teaching and studying much easier. I always get to know about the life of my students. I tell them about my own difficulties and dreams so that communication between us may always be possible. I know that the children, the students of today, have a lot of suffering in them. This is often because their parents suffer. The parents cannot communicate with each other and it's very, not very easy for the parents and children to communicate with each other also. There is a sort of loneliness, a kind of vacuum in the child and the child tries to fill up the emptiness with video games, movies, television, food, drugs, and other things like these. You know this all too well. There is an enormous amount of suffering in young people, and this makes the work of teaching a lot more difficult. We ourselves as teachers have difficulties too. We try our best, but the environment, our family, and the colleagues we work with have a lot of suffering in them. If we as teachers, along with other colleagues, are not happy, how can we expect the children to be happy? This is a very important question. We may not yet have enough patience, understanding, freshness, or compassion to be able to confront all this suffering. There is a certain spiritual dimension we need to help us transform and to begin to help the people around us, our family members, our partner, and then others to transform. If we succeed in this practice, we become more pleasant and compassionate. Bringing our mind back to our body. The first step is to come back to yourself. The way out is in. Come back to yourself to be able to take care of yourself. Learn how to generate feelings of happiness. Learn how to handle a painful feeling or emotion. Listen to your own suffering so that understanding and compassion can be born and you will suffer less. This is the first step. And as a teacher, you have to be able to do this. You have to begin with yourself. We have practice methods to help us do this and we can practice these together joyfully. Through mindful breathing, we can bring our mind back to our body and take care of our body first. After you have done this for yourself, you can help others do the same. When you have not changed yourself, it is very difficult to help the other person change so that he or she will suffer less. With more peace and gentleness in yourself, 
you become more pleasant. And that is why you can much more easily help the other person to suffer less. There is tension and pain in our body. With the practice of mindfulness, you can come back to your body, recognize the tension and suffering which is present in the body, and breathe in such a way that you can let go of the suffering. A half hour or five minutes of practice can already change the situation. Mindfulness is a kind of energy that helps us to be fully present in the here and the now, aware of what is going on in our body, in our feelings, in our mind, and in the world, so that we can get in touch with the wonders of life that can nourish and heal us. The Art of Living The practice of mindfulness is the practice of joy. It is an art of living which mindfulness, concentration, and insight, you can generate a feeling of joy and happiness wherever you want. With the energy of mindfulness, you can also handle a painful feeling or emotion. If you do not have the energy of mindfulness, you will be afraid of being overwhelmed by the pain and suffering inside. Mindfulness is always mindfulness of something. When you practice breathing in and out mindfully, That is called mindfulness of breathing. When you practice walking mindfully, this is called mindfulness of walking. When you eat your breakfast mindfully, that is called mindfulness of eating. You do not have to sit in the meditation hall to practice mindfulness. You can do it when taking a shower, while driving a car, when at school, working on a project, and in your relationship with other people. And you can practice mindfulness wherever you are standing, walking, sitting, or lying down. The energy of mindfulness generated by awareness of breathing or awareness of your steps while walking helps bring your mind back home to your body. And when the mind and body are together, you are well established in the present moment. Life with all its wonders, with all its refreshing and healing elements, Joy, happiness, and peace is available only in the present moment. The past is already gone, and the future is not here yet. The present moment is the only moment in which you can be truly alive. Okay, I'm going to stop right there. That's really good advice. And Thich Nhat Hanh kind of talks about what we deal with as teachers and what we want for our students and for ourselves But what I got from that and what resonated most with me was that the gift of the breath and how bringing our mind back to our body a lot of times helps with what we're facing and what we're dealing with in the classroom or in our daily lives. As teachers, we're we're a special group of people. I mean, those of us that are in education, we know we have the ability to juggle so many things at one time. I mean, it's truly an art to be able to be in a classroom with 20 plus students and you're there to guide them and to help them grow and thrive into the full human beings that they will one day be. And we hope that they all be reaching their highest and full potential. But at the same time, We're faced with a lot of stress and pressures from our school districts and our principals 
and our colleagues and just the demands of the profession that come along with it. Um, Going into teaching, I think we all kind of braced ourselves for this. We knew it wouldn't be easy, but we did it anyway because we love children, we love learning, and we want to be able to help human beings grow and uh, to thrive and just to to learn. The love of learning is the, one of the main reasons why I became a teacher because I have a unyielding and a never-ending love of knowledge and learning. I always want to learn new things. And I think when when you're a teacher like that, you you impart that to your students and you just, you embody that. So I wanted to be able to share my love of learning with others in the world. And the best way I figured I could do that was through being a teacher. So let's just be mindful as we go into our, our week next week. It's a Sunday if you're listening to this. It's a Sunday and uh, tomorrow we do have a day off. Tomorrow's President's Day. So teachers just take this time tomorrow just to sleep late. If you want to get up early and do a yoga practice or go for a walk or cook breakfast for your family, whatever you want to do, just make sure that whatever you do tomorrow, try not to spend too much time working and working on school stuff because we need that time. We do. We just need to put some of that work aside every now and then and just give back to ourselves. Today felt so wonderful to me because I was able to do that in uh, teaching the meditation class. I was able to just kind of check in with myself and I was able to help others too um, while I I was uh, teaching. So the class is new and as the word gets out, it will build and other people will come, but it's open so if you live in the Charleston area or you're ever visiting Charleston, just check out the website, stillsoulstudio.com. And there you can find the schedule and all the information just to check out the class and see what we're doing down there. But uh, I joined the staff and the team at Still. I was invited to come to teach and to do a class for a lot of teachers, but mainly people that give and they're in the caring profession. So I am honored that I was asked to do this and I'm able to share this gift with everybody else. And as I do that, I'm sharing it with myself and, and giving back to myself as, as I give to others. So I'm just blessed to be able to do it. So just remember the words of Thich Nhat Hanh, the letter to the young teacher. Some of us may be listening to this podcast that are young teachers some may have been in the profession for a long time, but I'm sure something that I read in this letter, and I didn't read the whole letter, resonated with you. So hopefully you, you can uh, listen to the episode and get something out of it and comment to us and let us know, you know, how you like it. Give us a rating on Anchor. Give us some stars if you like what we're doing and some ideas as to what uh, you want to see more and hear more on Namas Teach. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful week and we'll see you next time. Bye.